Blog Talk Radio. Tony, how you doing? Yeah, I was super fantastic. Every day. <laughs> super fantastic. Wake up, wake up. It's the TNT Denar. We've been waiting so long, but we made it this far. If yeah. you're feeling it's like you're feeling, you know it's so hard. Got to keep your head up. Keep your faith in the Lord. Every sword is... Welcome to the Information Superstation, TNT, hosted by that dynamic duo, Tony and Ray Renfro. They're super fantastic and fantabulous, sir, to the up degree, bringing you the latest and greatest Iraqi dinar revaluation information from around the globe, east to west, it's the best. So sit back, relax, and get ready to have your mind blown. In the TNT Intel Zone. Good afternoon, TNT Super Fantastic Family. Today is Wednesday, September 14, 2022. Raven 98 here, along with. That's your cue, Tony. If you are satisfied with your message, Press 1 to listen to your message. Press 2 to erase and re-record. Press 3 to continue recording where you left off. Press 4. Still there? If you are satisfied with your message, press 1 to listen to your message. Press 2 to erase and re-record. Press 3 to continue recording where you left off. Press 4. Okay. I don't know what that's about. Tony, you there? Are you still there? If you are satisfied with your message, Press 1 to listen to your message. Press 2 to erase and re-record. Press 3 to continue recording where you left off. Press 4. Sorry you're having trouble. Your message has been sent. Goodbye. (laughs) Okay. Stand by. See what's going on here. Seems like we had this problem the last time. Okay, you on? Yeah, I said, what problem is this problem? Connecting with you. Oh, this time I thought oh, you were here. Oh, so I don't know if you thought I did or not, but I didn't answer. Okay. Yeah, the line showed you connected, so I, I went on. We've already done the introduction. Well, here we are. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll wait for your call back so we can get started. Okay. Well, in that case, we're here. We got any questions? Let's see. Two questions. Let's see. Well, one's about a birthday. Let me see. No need to sing, but a quick shout out to Sandy. Okay, so we'll just say happy birthday, Sandy. She's celebrating her 60th birthday today. They don't want the music. Okay, do you have any updates on whether the boulevard is still in the first basket? You've not heard anything. Status quo is still the same on boulevard. And one other question. Let's see. Come on, RV says, money seems to be continued corruption 
interact with only the high-level politicians receiving it. Um, since the rat corruption is through the auctions, couldn't the U.S. stop the auctions, or is this part of the strategic framework agreement? I don't know if they could stop the auctions, and that's the only way their economy grows or they have income. I mean, it, it's so intertwined with so many things. Their um, import, export, everything has to go through the auctions when you pay for it. So unless they change the rate and they make it a single country currency, like they're going to do during the RV, is the only way they can stop the auctions. So, all right, tell you guys what's going on there, since we already answered all the questions, and it is 5 after 11. We're here at 5 after 11, because we're actually still two people short of reaching a very simple goal. So I didn't really think people were going to do a call like that. We're still two people short. Even when I told Ray, let's do it, we were still eight people short, and that was 15 minutes ago. Oh, no, almost 20 minutes ago now, right? Four, 15 minutes ago. Anyway, currently looking at it, we still haven't reached that simple goal. But that's okay, because we're here. Nothing's going on with the banks, as we already know. Still some idiots out there telling you that. People are getting ready, putting their people on standby, which is not true at all. Not one leading bank has put their people on standby, guys. And they're not going to until we see some conclusion about this uh, government or near conclusion, which we are not at, not presently today. So nothing at the Treasury Department. Oh, my God, everybody's just upset, frustrated, and uh, wants this to be over with. Well, we know there cannot, or it cannot be over with, at least until after the 17th. Well, no. Uh, the 17th was supposed to be the last day of the religious holiday, and now they declare the 18th a holiday. So it will be Monday or Tuesday before we hear anything. Maliki is trying to set the next parliament session up for Tuesday. So they're saying they've agreed on next week, if not uh, the week after, but supposedly next week they're going to actually do it. Um, the framework is saying they're in agreement now with Sadar's partners. Uh, they are in agreement that probably it must happen. A government must have. Even the Kurds agree that they're going to have a government because it's the only legal way to dissolve problems. Even the framework agrees on dissolving parliament and early elections, but only part of them. Because today, Maliki showed his true colors. And where Amiri and Samoa said, yep, let's have a temporary government, new elections. Maliki came out and said there's no need for new elections. We don't need that now. <laughs> and they haven't even got the government yet. But that's exactly what Sadar expected him to do if he would have let him have a full government. 
So now Malik is going to try and go in and take the vote, do the prime minister, make it a full and delay the vote uh, for the new government for the whole four years. But Sadar already knew that. That's why he refused to give in. He knew exactly what they would do, and uh, Maliki shows his hand today by simply saying that we we, we don't need a, a early elections. Then going go in and say we don't need to change how we do it because it worked fine. The ruling party won. The party with the most votes won. Everybody can see all of that coming forward. So what we are waiting is the UN. European Union, U.S. went in, met with the leaders, came up with some documents. Both on some which they still aren't expressing to everybody yet, so nobody knows exactly what they're saying. But they do say change the election rules, early elections. The question is, temporary government with full powers or full government and with early elections, because that's what they're fighting over right now. The question is, the U.S. did announce for the first time they support Iraq, they support the reforms of Iraq, and they would rather see a temporary government with al Kazimi in control. But they said they won't get involved in it. They won't force any decision. But that's what they would rather see. We know what the UN is doing, what the other European Union is doing, everybody's doing is going to be basically what the U.S. wants because it's in all of their interests for Al Kazimi to stay in control and for the reforms to continue. Not only would the reforms continue, but Iran would lose even more of their power. If Sadar gets his wishes, if there is a temporary government, Al-Kazimi stays in place, Parliament changes the rules, Iran loses even more power. And that's really what everybody wants, is to weaken Iran's hold on Iraq so the country can continue to grow. The only question they have about the reform, where it's going is, if that does happen, does the Silk Road Agreement stay in place? Does China still get to intertwine with their economy? Get to do all the building and things they're doing, buying the oil, putting up the new um, schools, factories, doing the oil exploration, which China said they will do. And Iraq said, okay, as long as you're paying for it, it's still our oil, you got to pay us. And China's good with that. Why? Because they're still going to be in charge of it. It's going to be their oil well regardless. They went and put everything together. It's going to pay them for the oil that they pump. So a lot of questions be answered. But nothing's going to be answered until after Sunday. The big threat that you know, I know, and everybody's waiting on, everybody can see it over the Internet over there. They're saying TikTok and 
Facebook and everything over there talking about the demonstrations in the streets after the 1st of October. The demonstrations in the streets after the 1st of October, and that is why the UN, everybody else is trying to get this done before then. That's why Maliki wants the government done next week before October comes because they think something is going to happen and they won't have a chance after October. But he thinks if he can get it done before the 1st of October, they could win and get what they want, which is basically um, their own prime minister and their say law moved out their ministers, then they would have control of Congress. We wait. We're waiting first for Monday or Tuesday. See what happened with the meeting with uh, Amiri Bazani and uh, the other one with Sadar, if he, in fact, even meets him. There's a possibility he may because of what the UN is now doing in the agreement they're saying they will have all sides sign off on. That could be the thing. But any way we look at it, it is going to happen before October the 1st. Well, that's their goal. I guess I wasn't talking loud enough. Sorry. All right, Gray, let's get to it. All right, so that takes us to um, first caller is 206 area code. Greetings, Ray. Greetings, Tony. Top of the day to you. Good morning. Greetings. Good morning, guys. Uh, I basically just want to thank you, Tony, for something. I, I don't, and, and thank both of you because you both share the same heart and you've put the same thing out for over a decade now that I've been listening and, and that is appreciation for the Iraqi people. You have been saying rightly, this is not about us guys, it's about Iraq. But Iraq isn't just a piece of real estate, and it isn't just Maliki, it's, it's the people who are suffering. And the thing that I want to thank you for is helping people, all of us in the uh, TNT family, to get out of our own heads and start having some real appreciation for the sufferings of others. And what what you have taught is we need to have the mentality of being blessed when the people who first deserve the blessing get blessed. And, and that's a special thing. In this selfish, mean old world, you guys for more than a decade have, have taught that message. And I just thought today, when the people of Iraq are so stuck in this stall, that it would be a good time to thank you for that. Thank you both very much for helping us think of others and realize that it's about everybody being blessed, not just us. Thanks, guys. All right. All right. Thank you, thank you sir. Appreciate it. All right. Okay, 386. Area code. Um, yeah, this question is for you, Tony. How long do you think this is going to go on? Could we go in? 
And we don't have time for a waste of time today. We're already on a short time frame with the calls. Three five two here it goes. Hey Tony. Hey Tony. Yes. Tony. Good morning. Hey man. You know uh, the, the central bank governor confirmed on Monday that the bank is in the process of raising Iraq from the high risk countries. And my thing is this: how how could that be the case when in fact Iran is probably the number one high risk country? Wouldn't you think? Wouldn't you say? Well, they're doing it because, like I said, 75 people got arrested during the month of August. Um, so they know they're they're fighting it. They got the new laws in. Even today, they listed new banking laws like know your customer, uh, follow the money, things that Iraq is willing to do and has been doing in changing the system from a uh, manual system to electronic so everything is transparent. So they have to give them that. They are trying to do it. The things in corruption we're hearing about in Iraq is um, like the guy put out, if you want to start a business, they'll file the documents for you. The government even give you your documents. But when you go down to city hall to get like your business license, that guy says down there, oh yeah, it's right here. As soon as you give me $50,000, I'll give it to you. But the bank doesn't control that portion of the corruption or the border portion of the corruption. So while the bank is cleaning its stuff up, other places is where Iraq is still really corrupt. But they've seen a huge improvement in the banking system itself. Even the auctions, it's not the bank in its daily business, understand? With the exception of CBI letting those 27 corrupt banks, and I was thinking about it this morning myself. They know who they are. They know their paperwork is corrupt everything, but it's not dealing with bank people in business, economies, and even countries. It's dealing with their banks within their own system. Why don't they do something about it? Because the rich are getting richer or the corrupt are getting richer. But I'm also thinking, I think one day when the rest of this gets settled and RV happens, they're going to be happy with just cutting off, you know, the whole head of the snake, chopping them all off at one time, saying you're out of business and this is what we're doing now, because that's going to hurt worse than anything than slowly letting them keep getting it. I mean, I can't see any other reason for letting them still operate. We've already identified them as corrupt. That's all I can see. Okay, and, and okay. I have one other question, okay. man, John. Okay. I got one other yeah. question. Huh? Yeah, I got one other question. I, I saw where they said uh, Iraq imported uh, $193 billion to change commerce in eight months. Now, how does that work? Now, they have a, a, a program rate in their country, and if, if they're exchanging import into other countries and those countries' dollars are revalued, how does that work? Wait, you said they imported $198 billion? No, no, $193 million. The chain of commerce in eight months. That's the way, okay. the, that's the, way the article was written. Yeah, so from what was imported from Iran, Totaled $193 billion. So what is your question? 
Well, I, I, I'm saying they have a program rate in that country. So, uh, so all of, all of this, you would say, all of this was imported from our, our, I mean, imported to Iran. Okay, Iran's a major importer. So wherever it is, they still operate at the program rate. They just gave us the rate in dollars. So that hundred ninety-eight. $93 billion could have been $2 trillion Iraqi dinar. But they gave it to us what it was in dollars. That's the only thing. They still had to use, I mean, either their currency, like they're doing with Iran now, or U.S. dollars. So that's, but it still okay. has a program. Go ahead. we, we got to get some other folks in. Let's get okay, some other okay, questions sorry. answered. We only have a few minutes okay, left. Thank, thank you, sir. All right, but thank you. All right, 601, you're on. Six oh one. Area code six oh one. Okay. Two eight one area code. You're on. Two eight one. Two eight one area code. Okay. Six three six area code. You are on. Hey, can you hear me? Yes, yes. I do. Hello. Good morning. Hey. hey, good morning, Tony. How are you? How are you doing, Ray? Hey, quick, quick question, Tony, or, or comment, man. You know, the, the, the Supreme Court ruled that they don't have the power to dissolve Parliament. However, there are three other ways it can be resolved. The Parliament itself, Sela, and Kazim. Either way, it seems to me that if we just patient, hold on, we're going to win this thing. Unless, even if, even if they have civil war come Saturday, because of because of the the demands that Sadar put out there, stating that he wants the government dissolved by the seventeenth, which is Saturday. But I'm going back. Isn't is, is that not correct? Don't they have three other options to dissolve Parliament? No, they have two options to dissolve Parliament. One is Parliament dissolve itself. The other is Al Kazimi wants to dissolve Parliament, and he has to have Selah in agreement with him. Correct. Dissolve Parliament. Okay. Now we say the president, I mean the prime minister and the president, but Iraq has determined since they are a caretaker government. The prime minister and the president no longer have that authority. That only applies to a full government. So that option has but, been removed. So the only option but, but now, federal court and judicial both said they can't do it, is for parliament to dissolve itself. Well, guess what? Parliament can't dissolve itself unless parliament goes back in session, which Sadar doesn't want to happen and which... The framework says when we go back in session, Parliament doesn't have the numbers, so we're never going to dissolve ourselves because Sadar already gave up all his decisions. So that part just is not going to happen at all. They're never going to dissolve themselves. Kurdistan came out this morning and said they agree that they have a constitutional government and go in. They'll dissolve themselves if they get what they want. So they're still negotiating what they want. Because last week, 
They said, why would we dissolve ourselves and we'll lose everything that we've been working for if we go in and just do that? So there is another option. If, if, if I read that correctly, we're going to get Supreme to real quick. Wait, hold on. Right. You're right. We're going to get to the people dissolving parliament like they did two years ago in October. Wipe out the whole government in the middle of the streets or the U.S., the Union, uh, the U.N. doing what they're supposed to do by the 1st of October. Because there is no other avenue. Nobody else is giving in any other way. So those are the only two avenues that are left. Okay. Well, look, thank you guys for your time. Thank you, Ray. Thank you, Tony. Have a blessing. All right, thank you, sir. Guys, I want to have more time, but we got to start on time to do that. Because if you guys haven't figured it out by now, Ray will cut you off. <laughs> so anyway, go ahead. Seven five four, here it goes. You're on. Uh, well, good morning, Tom. Let me get off speakerphone. Hey, you know, I was thinking about you this morning. I said she must have um, got a real job. No, I haven't gotten a job. Just had some personal things to work out the last few weeks. Um, I'm a little bit confused, and hopefully you can clear it up with a little bit of time we have left. Um, With the UN coming in and the European countries and the United States and Maliki, uh, Maliki was taken away in a helicopter a week or so ago. If they work this out, will he be back in, what happens with him, and if they don't um, resolve by the 1st of October and the people take to the streets, where does this RV stand and where does the country stand? I thought you only had one question. I put both into one question. It sounds like 10 questions to me, but okay. (laughs) Here we go. If uh, nothing's going to happen to Maliki either way because he's a government official. So that's going to be up to Iraq and then up to the courts what they're going to do with the lawsuit that was brought against him and with the uh, the information about what he said in, in public about them. So that's really the only out for Maliki other than him, you know, being charged with things that they try to tell which he had immunity from as being part of the government. So that's outside of that immunity. They can still get him that one route. And get him out. other than that, everything else is, is he's covered as long as he stays in the government. Now, we don't know if he's going to stay in the government because Sadar has made that one of his conditions. He has to go. And he said his corrupt friends, but the least of all is at least he has to go. That would open him up. So now let's say the people, it goes to the 1st of October or the 10th of October, which is the anniversary, and the people ride in the streets. Then the government's going to step in, the U.S., NS community. al is going to stay in place because that's what they wanted anyway. Say long. And we'll do this again in a year. But in that year, somewhere they're going to have to change the election laws with the parliament that they have so that we don't go through this whole experience again. 
That's if the people riot in the streets. The other option is what the UN and Flasher are drawing up, I mean, drawing up right now, whatever that agreement is that she's trying to get everybody to sign off on, will leave the country in place, the government in place. Everybody doesn't have to be concerned about what the next year is going to bring if Sadar is going to destroy the country, anything else. And they can go on with the government because now it looks like a civilized situation once again. So your last question is the RV itself. Regardless of what happens, how it turns out, they're going to have to do the RV. They're going to have to revalue the currency because they just have too much money. So they said $85 billion, and they thought it was going to be $90 billion by the end of the year. This morning they're announcing they got $90 billion, and it's going to be $100 billion by the end of the year. You cannot, again, have all this money, the third in your region, the 30th in the world in gold reserves, and not do something with it. They can't have all these countries come in, which is what they're trying to do, again, to force the RV to happen, because that's the only way they're going to actually do something is for the RV to happen. So it's more positive than anything for it to happen. Now, I know our guy over there, again, put out today the 23 budget, supposed to come out in January, which it was supposed to come out anyway. But they don't even have a 23 budget yet. It hasn't been approved because, as we know, because we've been here 15 years, the 21 budget didn't get approved, the 22 budget didn't get approved, and all that needs to happen under the new government with full powers in order for the 23 budget to come in. The rate is still in the 22 budget. So if they come in, and they flip that budget and pass it real quick, we'll see the rate. Okay. We'll still see the rate. Go ahead. All right. I'll hold my other questions till Friday. Hopefully people will donate and we can get this call on time. Um, Have a great day. And I'll speak to you on Friday. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Have a great day. 610. Hey, good afternoon, Ray, and good morning, Tony. It is G-Man MPA. Greetings. Hey, man, how you doing? Doing super fantastic, Er, gentlemen. It is another dynamite day here in the USA, and this is the short version. So for all of you who are new to the call and all of you who didn't know, all these calls and all the means of communication that Ray and Tony use to keep us informed, need to be paid for. And it's up to all of us out here in the currency community to send in our payments in order to buy airtime to keep this information superstation on the air. You can help by going to www.tntsuperfantastic.com, clicking on that red payment button, and when you do, the name and address will come up to where you can send your checks and money orders made payable to Raymond Renfro. P.O. Box 1748, Elm City, that's just like the tree. Elm City, North Carolina, 27822. 
And when you're making out those checks and money orders, please remember to make them payable to Raymond Renfro. And please remember to include your phone number on those checks and money orders. That way it makes it easier for Ray to track those payments as they come in. For all of you who'd like to donate electronically, you can go to the TNT superfantastic.com website, click on that red payments button, and scroll down to where you will find the instructions to use the debit or credit card of your choice. Click on the click here instructions, follow the prompts as you go through in the block where you are asked to type in your name. After you have typed in your name on the card, hit the space bar twice, typed in your debit or credit card information is that blue pay key. After you've clicked on that blue pay key, Stay on the page for a second or two. You'll receive a circle with a check mark and a sentence that says, thank you for supporting the TNT Blog Talk Radio Show. This way you know your payments have gone through successfully. Remember to do it today, ladies and gentlemen. You'll be very, very glad that you did. As always, Ray and Tony, thank you for all you continue to do for us. Thank you again to both of your families for continuing to share you with us and make it a dynamite rest of the day. Thank you, gentlemen. All right. Thank thank you, you, sir. You're very, very welcome. Let's see. There was one hand left, but it's gone. So, okay. Just going to squeeze it in. Let's roll. We good? Okay, hey, before yep. I go, uh, I need to tell Mr. Parker, uh, thank you. He's from Texas. Thank you for the gift. I appreciate it. Already started enjoying it. But you spell Tony, T-O-N-Y. <laughs> anyway, but, I mean, I know Texas got his own special spelling. <laughs> anyway, thank you for the gift. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, all right, guys. Actually, not a whole lot of news. I mean, not from the banking aspect. Other than that, things are moving forward. They're still negotiating, still putting um, proposals out there, and we're still waiting until, well, Sadar said the 17th, which is Saturday, which nothing's actually going to happen because that's the last day. Down the 18th, is declared a holiday on top of it. We'll see what they come out with on Monday, Tuesday. See if the UN's actual agreements are actually going to work and change things. But if not, they still know they have up until the 1st of October to figure this thing out before it goes sideways. Uh, Oil continue to climb, rate will get better, and more importantly, Hopefully, 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 you guys are using this opportunity, the closer we get to it, to buy more currency. Get it while you can. Oh, let me say this. There is a $5 note going around, guys. If you look at it, and I know I got the phone calls, some people are excited about it and don't know what to think. It's from 1982. 1982. There's comparisons to it on the internet. 
at the exact same five-star note it was back then. Look at it for yourself. I don't know that they're going to use those from 20 years ago as their lower denomination because they said they were printing new ones. And that's what I'm waiting to see. But in the meantime, in between time, we'll do what we do. Enjoy the rest of your day. Be super fantastic while you're doing it. And share the super fantastic. All right, Ray. Okay, ladies and gents, that's it for this Hump Day Wednesday. We'll talk to you again on Fantabulous Earth Friday. Keep believing. We sure do. This keeps me going. On those days when I feel like giving up. Fire.
Conference recording, press one. To read this session is no longer being recorded. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is a wrap. We are out of here. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.